today's headlines are doing more to terrify your past clients, your friends, your current buyers, your future buyers and sellers. And today on the Confidence Conversion Show, we want to solve that. To help us do it, I brought in Coach David Caldwell. Now, you might know him as Coach. I know him as Coach, broker owner, active agent, team leader out of Portland, Oregon, going to sell 140 plus properties this year. He has devised a strategy that his business, his team, and so many of our coaching clients are using to break through the noise, serve our clients, and be the agent of choice in the marketplace. David, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you, my friend? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yes. So David, I want to just go right into the home equity review strategy. What are your thoughts? So first though, am I, am I correct that consumers are getting nervous right now and agents being out of communication probably isn't solving the problem? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I texted you the other day, I said, um, has home affordability ever crashed a real estate market? I think that's what my text was. Yeah. Right. And, and it hasn't No. yet. Everyone thinks it's going to, and most agents, you know, my belief is that every agent at every level underperforms their potential because they don't have enough conversations about the real estate market specifically. Yes. Yes. You know, we could just stop the show right there and just say if everyone just had more conversations with their past clients and their sphere about the truth, the data points of the market, good, bad, right or wrong, up, down, days on market, longer, shorter, prices up or down, appreciation, not as much, whatever it may be. Whoever's the educator is the calming voice is the one that the customer is always going to remember. It becomes you, you become my true trusted advisor. So you, you crafted this strategy. What was the initial, like, what was the genesis for it? Like why this versus anything else? And then let's share the strategy. So every person listening you right now could do the same thing and get the same results. So, so this, as a coach, this is operationalizing your hundred appointment challenge you always give us. Yes. Because everyone agrees to it, but then people don't do it because they get stuck because they don't know who to do it to. Yes. And I believe as a coach and everyone I coach, I know this to be a fact, is everyone knows 100 homeowners in their local marketplace. So this is just operationalizing an annual conversation about the housing market and being what you just said is being the advisor. You know, when everybody knows eight real estate agents, you choose the advisor. You don't yes. choose your friend. You choose yes. the one that's educating you and you choose the most competent. And it's just, it was operationalizing that challenge you gave us every year as a coach. And yes. the hardest part about it is getting people to be disciplined enough to do an appointment that really the desired result is building a relationship over time and or earning a referral. Yes. So walk them through the strategy. There's the, how you offer it. There's how you deliver it and what you do while you're there, delivery, and then what do they do afterwards? Yeah, so the, the setting the appointment, if we focus on past client SOI, right? High probability, 68% of sellers are finding their agent because they're past client or referral from someone that we know, right? Yep. So if we start with that consumer, it's a simple conversation about, Hey, Tom, one of the things that we're doing for all of our clients right now is sitting down at your dinner table, on your couch, having a conversation about the real estate you own and where we believe the market is headed. And this isn't a sales pitch. It's just like the appointment that you do annually with your financial advisor, where you sit down and have a conversation about your goals and what's happening. Love it. Love it. So that's a very, I mean, like you said that so naturally, I'm assuming you've said that a few times. Said it a few times. 
It's yes. it's really our core offering now mm-hmm. because you know in a world where some people are saying it's not okay to be a salesperson, it's still okay to be an advisor, right? Yes. And I'm just trying to position myself as the real estate advisor. So when you're thinking about the other realtors that you know, that you're gonna choose me because I'm better. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so you you have that offer and, and what is the most typical no feedback? What is the most typical sure feedback? The most common objection is, well, why would I need to do that? I know what my home's worth because Zillow says it's worth X. Yeah. And as a industry right now, we have an opportunity to reject automated valuations because Zillow lost $880 million on Zillow offers. Yeah. Pause. You know, pause. <laughs> pause. Yeah. Let, him, let him sit on that. Yeah. You know, don't automate the conversation around home value. We should be having it. And we have the opportunity to have it and to, to give ourselves more in an advisory role because of that failure, mm-hmm. right? We all know that algorithm, al- algorithmic values don't work, but how many agents are sending those to their clients on a weekly or monthly basis, right? you know, and then talking crap about it, you know, in the next appointment when someone says, this is what my home's worth. Right. So, you know, this is, that's the most common objection. And when mm-hmm. you say, hey, Zillow lost $880 million on Zillow offers, mm-hmm. you'll get your appointment. Yeah, yeah, because of their automated valuations, right? The algorithm yeah. was off. Okay, so so do you want to be face-to-face? Is this Zoom? Like what, have you found like there's a better approach for people? You're always going to get further voice-to-voice or face-to-face. Yeah. I'll have the conversation any way you'll allow me to do it. Yeah. But I look at this as, this is CMA Day on steroids, right? Like CMA Day is, here's the information, here's a video, please have a conversation with me. Yeah. This is, let's have a conversation. Yeah, you know that's and that's what real advisory is. Yes. Um, on on my team plus coaching calls a lot when people are I love video. You know I love video, but when people want to do everything through video, I usually tell people, you know, what I'm going to do I'm going to record our next coaching call. I'm just going to send it to you guys. Oh yeah, that's good. They're like, no, right? no, I need the interaction. You're like, exactly. Yeah, I need. And you exactly. able to ask questions. Yes. Yeah. Smart. And you know, it, it doesn't take a lot to go sit down with someone for thirty minutes or an hour. Yeah. You know, once a week to build rapport and to establish yourself as their trusted advisor. So I'm going to make an argument before you talk about the actual face to face. And I know you have five or six questions that I just, I loved. I've shared them now with, you know, thousands of people. And for the person listening, you're going to want to write down these six questions because they are on point and money. Um, I do want to stress the person listening. If you're sitting here right now and you're a little in your head and you're like, what's the most important action I could take? I would make the argument that doing three of these a day, I know that sounds like a lot of work, but this is a work ethic market. Three of these a day, 30 minutes in and out, boom, boom. You're going to create so much momentum, so much positivity, so much personal and inner confidence that you're going to want to go out and do all the other things you have to do to find more listings. But in the meantime, you're serving your most important customers. You're loving on the people that matter most to you, the people that have paved the way for your business over the last decade or so. So I'm just going to make that statement. You say once a week, I'm like, if you don't know what to do right now, I'd be doing two or three of these every single day. So David, you get together with them face to face. You, I'm assuming you brought a CMA with them. You know, you're, you're talking about here's what's going on in the market. Give us like talking points. Like what do you show them before you go into the six questions? So, so talking points, I talk about 12 
24 and 36 month appreciation. And the reason I do that is to demonstrate how different the market is. And if we use Portland as an example, 2019, one and a half percent appreciation, 2020, 8.5, 15.6, right? And I'm painting a picture that not every market is the same, yes. right? And then you can go macro to micro, that's Portland. I might take it down to their zip code, I might take it down to their subdivision. Yep. But all I'm doing is painting a picture of how the real estate market changes. Yep. Right. Beautiful. And then talking to them about what I believe is going to happen based on the information that we have. So a lot of people think right now that values are going to decline because of where rates are. Well, in Portland, we've seen 26 years of appreciation in the past 30 years. And we all know why those four years of the market declined. We don't even have to talk about that. Right. That market is different than this market. But in that 30 year in that 30 year history, if we go Google all the horrible things that have happened, you would think there'd be many years values have declined and they haven't. So what we're probably moving into, right, is a slower year, slower years of appreciation, yeah. right? More historically stable. So I talked to them about outlook, right? So here's how markets vary. Here's the outlook. You know, here's what's been happening in your specific neighborhood. You know, neighborhoods, they don't all appreciate the same rate. My neighborhood probably didn't appreciate for two or three years. You know, it was just pretty stable, underperformed the market. During COVID, it went crazy. We got great appreciation. Odds are it will start underperforming again because of where it's at, you know, in geographic location. So that might create a good opportunity for someone to move. So it's pointing out those little things again to separate myself as an expert. Yeah. I give them a value range. The reason I give a value range is an appraiser doesn't give you a value till they see your house. I'm not going to give you a value till I see your house. I'm going to validate what I do. I'm not just going to like push it off and take a guess. Yeah. Um, I'll go do more research if they want a specific value. Yeah. But really, I'm just taking neighborhood comps. And I think it's important to give people things that are physical. I tell this story a lot about uh, my Louis Vuitton wallet, right? Like you go, go to Louis Vuitton, you buy a wallet. It's in a little box this big. And they put it in a huge bag because they want everyone to see it. Now, where's everyone's Louis Vuitton bag? It's in their closet, right? Can we create marketing pieces like that Louis Vuitton bag that people don't want to get rid of? If they don't want to get rid of your marketing materials, you are always going to be on their consideration set. Right. So if you create great marketing pieces that you're leaving with them or a great analysis of the market, mm -hmm. they'll keep it, right? And that's just one more way that they're going to consider you forever. So are you packaging this like in a, you know, Tom and Kathy Ferry, one, two, three, four, banana street book, or how, how are, how are you delivering that? So it becomes that coffee table piece or that piece that they keep around the house. So when someone says, I heard this about the market, they're like, wow, well, here's what my agent did. Yeah. So, you know, I'll see if on my really messy desk, I'll see if I have some things like if I'm just winging it, I have like, we have these nice, just folders, Hillshire yep. folders. Yep. Uh, we have these brochures mm -hmm. where these are all photos of our listings, which I make yeah. sure I tell people like, this is how we present, right? Yeah. But the paper's nice, it's glossy. When we make yeah. the CMA, it goes in a nice book. I'm sorry, I don't have one to show you, but we all know yeah. what those look like, yeah. right? Yes. The hardbound covers, that's simple. Good. But people keep that, right? Especially in Oregon, right? People don't wanna throw things away. Like maybe they'll recycle it, but, but people keep those items. And in fact, on coaching calls, I brought that up to people and they've pulled out CMAs that like agents did for them before they were real estate agents. Sure. Sure. You know, that, that's not an opinion. That's a statement of fact. People keep that stuff. Yep. What do we do with an email? We delete it or we lose it. 
Yeah. So so now that we've got, yeah, we got the offer, we got the objection, we got the handler, we got the how you show up and how you educate them. And I, I love the like three years, 24 months, you know, last 12 months, right? To really show people the hyper local numbers. You can also put in home price appreciation index surveys and show where things are going. Then there's, you know, what you see on a local level, because that's always national. What are the six questions that you ask and what's the impact of them? So, well, first, I'm going to let you ask me any questions you have because yeah. I want to create reciprocity. Because yes. if you ask me questions and I answer, I get to ask you questions and you're going to answer. Yes. Um, one of my favorite questions is, hey, Tom, do you foresee any life changes in the next three to five years that would make you a home seller? Say it to me again. Tom, do you foresee any life changes in the next three to five years that would make you a home seller? Yes. Always. I'm always a seller. Yes. Okay. So I love that question. How do people typically respond? Like it's because that feels like it could be salesy, but it, it's truly, I, I know the intention is con consultation. Yeah. It's a pipeline building question. Like we yeah. talked about it at blueprint. Um, people either say yes or no. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what the, it's, but yeah. more people say yes. Cause most people stay in a house for close to 10 years. Right. Yeah. yeah my kids are going to be graduating. Yeah. We've been right. thinking about downsizing. Yeah. yeah we're going to move to Arizona. Yeah. You know, um, you, you get a lot of yeses because people plan, right? Yeah. Like another thing about this appointment is when does a seller call us? They call us 90 days to 60 days out from selling if right. we're lucky. Right. This this is about seeding years in advance. Yes. That I'm going to list your home when you're ready. Right. 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 So this is about positioning that person in our database with a tag that says maybe they're a profitable seller in 2025. Yeah. Right. Um, so we know who to follow up with and how consistently you get a lot of yeses. Um, Good. If it's what's, a yes. Hey, Tom, what's your next home look like? Yeah. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and everybody's got their dream They're You know, they've been on Zillow, Redfin, whatever else. So got it. Yeah. Sometimes lost that question. Exactly. Like, Hey, when you stay up at night looking for your dream home, what's that home look like? Right. Yeah. What's your mortgage rate? That's been a question I've been asking. So if yeah. I can save someone money and do something for nothing, you know, yep. that's incredibly helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, do they have any large home repairs coming up and have any questions about maybe how that would impact value? Yeah. Love that. So, so they're, they're just advisory questions. I'm not trying to get an appointment. I am just trying to see where they're at with their real estate, yep. you know, as follow up questions from, you know, kind of the market pitch before, um, the most important question is, Hey Tom, do you know anyone who's thinking about buying or selling real estate in 2022 that would benefit from this sort of conversation? See, I love that. Cause you've done, you've literally educated, demonstrated value took the time to have them ask you questions. You're asking some advisory questions. Give us the question one more time, David. Hey, Tom, do you know anyone who's thinking about buying or selling in 2022 that would benefit from this sort of consultation? And actually I left one part of it out. If so, would you mind connecting us in a text message? Yeah. So we got to tell them how to connect you and don't right. do it via email. Don't give me their card, connect us in a text message. Then we know what happened. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and how often, I mean, you know, doing this as many times as you've done it now with your clients doing it and you're doing a whole thing on this, the summit on this, how often are you seeing uh, that? Yes, I have somebody. Everyone has somebody. It's just, when are they going to have them? Yeah. Right. And, and how are you going to see it and follow up to get the referral? You know, the, the question I've been asking my coaching clients that have some of these larger teams is, you know, if your team went on a thousand of these next year, what would your lead generation budget have to be? 
Oh my goodness. Right? What's, what's, the pro- what's the probable outcome? Right. And again, the challenge is getting people to put the list together, which we'll talk about at Summit, mm-hmm. you know, how to organize going on the appointments and just committing to the activity because the referral is going to come on some timeline if we do it correctly, because everyone knows someone who's going to sell. 68% of sellers are coming that way. Yes. So I've been a little bit resistant to say, hey, go on this many appointments and get this result. Because I know if you go on the appointment, you're going to get the result. Right. I know if you go on, you know, I had an agent on my team who was months before she got her first sale, like almost eight months. And I kept telling her, just follow up. Just keep doing what you're supposed yeah. to do. I promise. And she has five deals in escrow right now. Right? right. They just came on the backside of our hopeful timeline. But that's yes. okay because she's going to have a great month, you know, next month and hopefully, you know, for years to come. What I love about this and so uh, respect about the work you're doing in, you know, with your clients, your own team and inside of our you know, ecosystem is again, headlines are terrifying people right now. Even uh, Jerome Powell just came out and said, buyers might want to reconsider. Like I'm kind of paraphrasing, you know what he said, or I think it was like, uh, consider a reset. And, and no, he, of course he's right. You got to reset your expectations. Interest rates are higher. It's more about the payment now. You know, there's more inventory. Like. You know, but people read that and all they hear is no one's buying and selling real estate. We're going back to 2007, 8, 9. So what I love about this is you're truly being the consultant that you care about your clients enough to have these face-to-face meetings. And for everybody listening, I charge you, I challenge you from the day you listen to this to the end of this year, could you do a hundred of these? And like David said, what if you went on a hundred? What would be the worst case scenario? 35 referrals? There's no worst case scenario. Right. Like you, I mean, right. If, if you do these appointments now here, now here's the worst case. You can, you could not do the face to face. You could not make the phone call and then you yep. won't get the results. Right. We can just send CMAs to our farm and we could get a little bit of a result. Yep. But if you actually go consult and advise and part of, part of the reason I did this was we had a buyer consult in my office one day and the guy was like, well, I need to talk to my financial advisor. And I was thinking, I probably make more than his financial advisor. What right. the hell? You know, like, it pissed me off. I want people to think of me like they think of their financial advisor. When you talk, when people talk about their financial advisors, it's like a flex. They're like brushing off their shoulder. Right. And then for right. some reason, we get lumped in with like the car salesman, but that's not who we are, right? No. At least not the great ones, right? No. Um, like, I think of Tim Smith, like your client. I use him as an example a lot with my clients. I mean, I don't know him, but I know he does advisory at a really high level. Yes, he does. Right? Like that's got to be his game. He does advisory at a super high level. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And that's why he's winning. And and that's why the person you right now watching this or listening to this, you're going to win as well. So David, as we wrap this up, thank you so much for sharing. I can't wait to see you next. I know I'll see you live at the summit on stage, delivering more and more of these strategies. Thank you for helping people raise the bar on their confidence and conversion. And for my friend out there watching, who might you need to share this with? And if you haven't liked, subscribed, and hit that notification button, make sure you do so and get into action. We'll see you guys soon.